That's my dad. And that's my kid. We found out a long time ago the family dinner table is a perfect place for a great conversation. Grab a plate and pull up a seat. We keep the sweet tea cold around here. So make yourself comfortable and join us for a dinner table discussion. Hello there. Howdy. Hi. Why are you whispering? I was trying to be Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. You know where he like comes out and he goes, hi. Okay, this is becoming a reoccurring thing. In all of our episodes, you keep bringing up quotes from animated movies that I can't recall. I, I know who Stitch is. And I remember Lilo and Stitch. Huh? That was my childhood. What? Not specifically Lilo and Stitch, but animated movies. Gotcha. I guess... Some people seem to speak in movie quotes. Yes. Other people can speak in song lyrics. That's a a thing. Perhaps you know someone like that? You know, my husband speaks in movie quotes. Does he? Mm -hmm. It's a constant game in our house. You're having a conversation, and then you say a line, and then you go, I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me what movie that's from. Really? Mm -hmm. And most of the time, neither one of us get it. I've been told that I do that too often, that I speak in song lyrics too often. But you know, I can't help it. Once or twice. A phone call a day. I don't understand. <laughs> Anytime I call you, it can be like, hey, dad, I saw a donkey on the side of the road. And you immediately start singing about some random obscure song from the <laughs> 70s that I don't even know. And it's, all right, I'm going to hang up the phone now. Okay, bye. I don't know a song about a donkey. There's got to be one. But if you knock on the door, I could say, who can it be now? No. See, you're going to do it now. See? But it's so easy. It's just when someone says something, it reminds me of a song, and I just can't help myself. I have to put the lyric out there. You do it with movie quotes. I do it with movie quotes, and I do it with, do you remember Vine? Vine might have been after your time. Vine? Vine. It was an app. That made six second videos. Oh, I have no idea what that is. Oh my is. gosh. So there's all these great vines out there and you can watch these things on YouTube called vine compilations. See, I thought vines were like licorice. No, ew, gross. Is but, it, isn't there like a cherry licorice? There's a licor- candy licorice vine, but it's not. Not the same. No, no. Okay. Vine was an app and then it went to Musical.ly, which is no longer exists either. So. Which is now TikTok. Ah, yeah, see, see, I've heard of the ticky talk. Yes. So Lucas and I will walk around the house quoting and it's just like, I'm in the kitchen, I'm cooking dinner. And then it'll be like, stop, I could have dropped my croissant. That is from a movie, <laughs> that's I a suppose. Vine. No, a that's vine. A, that's a vine. So a vine wasn't like snippets from movies. It no. was like a. It was a six second comedic video that anyone could post anyone could post anyone could make okay it may be a good thing that i never knew about this app yeah you you would have been on it could have it could have broken my brain yeah that's why it's great even more than it is that's good but you know song lyrics for me they just kind of you know some of them are, are silliness uh one that i use all the time is someone will say where did you hear that you know, I'll bring up something. Where did you hear that? I heard it in a love song. No. Can't be wrong. Stop it. <laughs> and see, that that song was way before your time. Oh, I know. Can't you see <laughs> what this woman- Who are you trying to serenade Has right been now? doing to me. Listen. 
listen. It's just so easy to insert a song lyric into a conversation. And look what it's doing. It's making you laugh. It's making you smile. I'm just thinking about all of your fangirls right now swooning. No one swoons. Oh, there's there's swooning to be had. There's swooning happening. I don't believe it. (laughs) Okay, no, we're not getting into accents. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother day. That's a whole (laughs) no. no, See that? No more accents. When you're having a fun conversation with someone, you can insert song lyrics. You can insert movie quotes. You can insert random accents. No, I don't. Amanda Bynes, random dancing. (laughs) Bring in the dancing lobsters. What? See, that's still, that was after your time. That was the Amanda show. See, that's one thing. See, 90s babies will remember that. You said 90s babies, and I immediately thought about Muppet Babies, the show (laughs) you used to watch. I didn't watch Muppet Babies. I think you did. Uh Uh-uh. It was Fraggle Rock. Down at Fraggle Rock. See, there's another song. Fraggle Rock is... But do you remember, speaking of Fraggle Rock, the theme theme song for Fraggle Rock? Cast your cares away, worries for another day, let the music play, down at Fraggle Rock. Yeah. The music behind that, which of course we don't have to be able to play at the moment. To me, they got ripped off. Fraggle Rock? Yes, that song. Because there was a group that came out, you listened to the song, what was... There was a song that they did that the music, when it starts out, has has kind of like a, a banjo in the background that sounded just... Da, 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 da. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. I don't know what song that was. She went down in an airplane, fell into quicksand. That one? No. Oh, okay. That was Train, by the way. Okay. Well, maybe it wasn't Train. But anyway, I hear stuff like that. I'll hear a song that reminds me a lot of a song that I heard way before. I'm like, you rip them off. So anyway. Oh, who was it that just called out about ripping off their song? Paramore. You remember Paramore, right? Yes. Okay. They just called out this new artist, Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. She's the one that sings about getting her driver's license. And I don't know if you've heard that song. It's no. okay. But apparently one of her new songs, the beat is very, very similar. The backing track, whatever it is, is very similar to Paramore's Misery Business. Mm. And they just had this huge concert out in Vegas. I don't know if you heard about anything about the When We Were Young Fest. No. Okay. The first day was a disaster. The second day, it seemed to do okay. But apparently they called her out on stage and played... Olivia Rodrigo's song and sang their song Misery Business over top of it to prove that she had stolen it. Hmm. I mean, you would think that the there's scandal. Yeah, I know. That <laughs> there's enough different musical notes that can go into make up a song and enough words out there to go into making up lyrics that no one has to copy anyone else. Yeah, good luck with that. But you know what happens. It's like Doja Cat has that new song. I don't know. You know. I know you don't know who Doja Cat is. It's fine. The people know. <laughs> the people know. Doja Cat has a new song where she samples. It's an Elvis song, "Hound Dog." Okay. But she made it for the new Elvis movie. And you may not know this. But Elvis was not the original singer of Hound Dog. No, I did know that part. Okay. I smart. And then I remember this was like my eighth grade year. So like 2008, 2009, maybe mm-hmm. even a little later. Mm-hmm. 
there was this huge scandal because a music producer had sold this particular backing track Mm -hmm. to both Beyonce and Kelly Clarkson, and Mm -hmm. their songs came out within days of each other. Okay. But both had purchased the rights to the backing track. Mm. So they published both songs. I know Beyonce's was Halo, and I can't remember what Kelly Clarkson's was. We'll let Judge Judy figure it all out. (laughs) Now, what's the other one? It's not Judge Mathis. It's a woman. There's 15 of them on right now. It's this like very sassy, very sweet African-American woman. And she presides over, it's not divorce court. It's um, like custody hearings and like child support hearings. Mm. I see her videos on TikTok all the time. She's hilarious. Lauren, I think maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Hold on. Speaking of bailiffs and court shows and everything like that, have you seen the video that's going viral of some kind of court TV show? And he talks about being married and the judge goes, well, he's been married 14 years. He's happy. And the bailiff's got his arms crossed and he looks kind of grumpy. And the guy goes, you don't look happy, my dude. You don't look happy at all. Everybody laughs and then it cuts to a clip. And the man, that man has been arrested for killing his wife, the bailiff. And they wrote a song about this? No, I just, we were, were talking about court TV shows and it made me No, think we were about talking it. about song lyrics. You but st- we were talking about court TV shows because you said Judge Judy. You I was, did this. You brought up two different artists that have the same background music, and that sounds like a legal issue. Okay. So, Waffle Brain, you put your music and your judges in two separate waffle holes, and my noodly brain said, ooh, let's connect the dots. Your spaghetti brain has everything attached. Let's, it's not really spaghetti. What's the spirally one? <laughs> a spiral noodle? Is, I didn't know if it was like Is a... Is that a rotini? Maybe it's a rotini. What's a rigatoni, then? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an Italian. I do not know. Listen, my brain is more like a shell. It just slides back and forth. <laughs> it's like a water slide. It just slides back and forth. Anyway, song lyrics, movie quotes. Let's go. What's your favorite oh my movie gosh. quote? My favorite movie quote. Wow. I don't know that I've ever even thought about that to try to make one. I guess the one that comes up most often in conversation is negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. When someone asks a question. You know. Oh, I've never heard the end of that one. Mm-hmm. He asked in the original Top Gun movie if he could do a flyby. and That's the, from Top Gun? Yes. Oh, I'm getting schooled today. Yes. And he asked if he could do a flyby on the tower, buzz the tower, fly very close by the mm-hmm. tower. And the guy who was in charge said, negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Meaning there are planes all in the area. Mm. You can't do it. He didn't listen. No, of course not. Stop gun. Well, yeah, you know. So, yes, that's where that came from. And that just seems to pop up in conversation when someone says, um, you want to go to the store? Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. So, I mean, you know, it's stuff like that that just pops up. And But with me, a lot of times it's more song lyrics than movie quotes. But it's funny. I was talking last night on the phone to one of my cousins. Okay who I did not know was a huge Monty Python fan. Who isn't? And if you're not, you're wrong. Well. No, uh, <laughs> you're wrong. If you're not, my husband is not a Monty Python fan. I and let him wrong? know he's wrong. Okay. Because I'll quote Monty Python to him and he's like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, baby, come on, Monty Python. And he's like, first of all, I didn't grow up here. I'm like, it has nothing to do with being from the States because they're from 
England. So well, try they, again. they may not have been on the TV in Columbia when he was younger. They so. were on the TV here when he got here. Yeah. The but... man has seen every single Vin Diesel movie known to man, every single Jim Carrey movie known to man, every Adam Sandler movie known to man. But you're telling me that you don't know Monty Python? <laughs> so anyway, me and my cousin were talking. <laughs> And she quoted Monty Python. I can't even recall what it was now, but it started this avalanche of her and I going back and forth, quoting different Monty Python, especially the Flying Circus and the the Dead Parrot Sketch. Oh, yes. That's my favorite. The Ministry of Funny Walks. Silly Walks. Silly Walks. You are. Thank you for correcting me. You're right. And so we just went back and forth and a a three-minute phone call turned into a half hour. Of us just bouncing off of each other with quotes. How did mom handle that? She said, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> she she dearly departed. No, don't say that. That made it sound like she died. Don't. No, the, dearly <laughs> departed the living room uh, on her way to the bed. Dearly departed the living room. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're, you're reading you're too much. Into this you're reading too much into this. <laughs> But we had a fun time doing that. And so I can see how people can have fun with that. Mm -hmm. But for me, it seems to be more song lyrics. And not all song lyrics to me are, I guess, a form of humor that can just be tossed into a conversation. There are some song lyrics that I've heard that have stuck with me over the years. They were maybe philosophical in nature, or they said something that just really stuck with me, and I still remember those to this day. And sometimes when I talk about those with other people, they kind of look at me like, yeah, that's okay. Like, it, it doesn't mean anything to them. It's not impactful to them, but you're looking at me puzzled. Oh, I'm sorry. My daughter is kicking me oh that's not a puzzled look yeah no this is um pain look ow (laughs) okay sorry sorry about that i mean for instance there was this band that and i'm not sure if any of our listeners know of them or not perhaps you do they're they're no longer a band at least as far as i know but their name was gs megaphone which stood for god-sized megaphone and they were kind of a kind of a punk No, that oh. was P.O.D. Oh. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> you don't smoke cigars, right? Uh, n- I refuse to comment on that. Really? I refuse to comment. I'm pregnant, so I don't smoke right now. We'll talk off the air. <laughs> yeah. Mercy, mercy. Listen, one a year is not bad. Um, We'll talk off the air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, GS Megaphone. One of their songs had a lyric, and, and they were a Christian band. They were kind of a pop I got that punk. from the God-sized part, but... Maybe, Pardon? Sorry. I, you said they were a Christian band. I said I got that from the God-sized part, but... Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, I digress. Do you digress? I don't digress, but... I was going to ask, what color you dye the grass? I don't kill it either. I don't understand. Die, grass! Oh. <laughs> Avada Kedavra! <laughs> See? Movie quotes right there. Bam. Have you had extra sugar today? No. I have not. I had my glucose test yesterday, so that might be part of it. Because you're, you're, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, this song by GS Megaphone, one of the lyrics says, 
If I'm only seeking God's approval, then your disapproval won't bother me at all. And it got me thinking, how many times have I tried to get someone else's approval? Whether it's a boss, a supervisor, something like that, whether it's a significant other, whether it's a parent, whether it's you, my daughter, I've done something seeking your approval and I missed the mark. I don't quite get your approval or their approval. And it bothers me because I wanted your approval. And so that kind of made me think, how often do we seek people's approval that at the end of the day, whether they approve or disapprove, it really doesn't impact life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so if we only seek God's approval in what we do, then other people's disapproval should not bother us at all. And that was kind of impactful to me. And I've carried that for a long time when I start feeling like I'm going to do this for someone and they're really going to appreciate it. And I do it and they don't. And I start to feel down about it. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, believe it or not, that lyric, I can, you know, quickly pull that from my memory bank and say, you know what? Their disapproval shouldn't bother me at all. Like I said previously, several times, I'm wired differently. You are. So is there a song lyric that you can think of? Not a song lyric, but you were saying that and I immediately thought of a movie quote. Can't remember when the movie came out, but it is my favorite movie of all time. And if you want a good cry. Bridge to Terabithia. No, never again. I saw it in the theaters with you. You carried me out sobbing. All the dads carried their children out sobbing. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. No, never again. And especially now that I'm pregnant, never again. You remember that movie slightly different than I remember it. You say that we, the fathers, carried you, the daughters, out. No, you specifically carried me out. All the fathers were sobbing. That is the point I was going to make. Not one father. And there were many of us. There was many. There's a whole theater of fathers. Would make eye contact with no. any other father because we were all <laughs> bawling our eyes out. How'd that go again? <laughs> anyway, your movie quote. It was a movie that I don't even know if it ever came out into theaters that was called Remember Me. I seem to remember the title, but not the movie it's itself. It's got Robert Pattinson in it. Oh, the dude that played the sparkling guy. Oh, my God. He played Cedric Diggory. Come on. What? Cedric Diggory. Harry Potter. Come on. Oh. He got Avada Kedavra in the maze. Fourth movie. Well, if there's anywhere I'm going to get Avada (laughs) it should be in the maze. It should not be anywhere else. I mean, You want to die in a maze? No, I don't want the Avada in the head or in the foot. Well, technically, he got killed. (laughs) He, He wasn't in the maze when he got killed. He got killed in the graveyard. Anyway, Cedric Diggory. Robert Pattinson, who was also in Water for Elephants. He's also the latest Batman. Okay? Like, he's got more than just They're a couple of They're getting desperate, aren't they? Hey, he made a great Batman, okay? <laughs> I've not seen it. I haven't either, but heard the I've, reviews. I've not seen it. And it was a movie called Remember Me. It was more of like an artistic, like, poetic justice. Ooh, make you feel something kind of movie. Okay. Which it does. It's got the guy that played Zeus in it. I know there's been a lot of Zeus's, but he also played Zeus like right at that time when the movie came out. Total loss. He is talking about there's a loss of someone 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much because I want people to go watch the movie. There's a loss of someone and his, the movie is basically him dealing with his grief and the aftermath of this loss. Mm-hmm. And he meets this girl and it's a voiceover that comes on and it says, every once in a while, someone will come into your life and the voice inside your head says, danger, danger, stay in your cave. You're nowhere near ready. And the other one says, make her yours forever. Well, I chose to make her mine forever. And that has stuck with me. Because you can't be scared your entire life. Not necessarily like in a romantic sense of make it yours forever, but you can't live your life in a constant state of fear and grief of, well, someone else doesn't get to do it, so I don't deserve to do it. Or I'm scared to do it, so I don't deserve to do it. Whatever her is, make it yours forever. Hmm. It's kind of deep there, daughter. Right? I wrote it. Above my bed. When I lived here in your house, you know, I had the whole wall that was like movie quotes and book quotes. And I wrote it right above where my head went every night. So that was kind of an an inspiration to you. Mm -hmm. I like that. I was kind of thinking back when your mom and I first started dating. I've always liked the music of Pink Floyd. And some people have. I won't judge you for that. I was going to say some people have maybe judged me or thought that, well, that's odd because some people think Pink Floyd, you have to be a hippie or a druggie or a whatever to listen to that music. It's always appealed to me. I just think I'm burnt out on it because you listened to it so much when I was a child sure. that I'm just like, well, that's uh, fair. And, and, and you're a teacher, leave us alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Well, all in all, it was just another brick in the wall. But I was really listening to Pink Floyd a lot. I had gone through a pretty tough breakup prior to meeting your mom. I was going to say while you were dating mom. That's, no. that's an issue. And that's another topic. Prior to meeting your mom. And so, of course, when you first start dating someone, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to be as appealing as possible with how you act, how you dress, what you say, what you do. You're wooing them. You're trying to attract them to you. And so you kind of tend to hide away things that you think might not be that appealing. And... She and I were sitting in her mother's driveway, wee hours of the morning. I was working second shift at the time, got off at 11 o'clock, drove to her house, and we sat outside all night long. Oh, see, you would have killed me if I ever thought about doing something like that. Well, that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) But we were under the street light, sitting against the house on... Isn't that a meatloaf song? No, that's dashboard lights. It's kind of the same thing. This episode is going to be 14 hours long, Kaylee. No, it's not. It's all on topic. It's fine. I'm trying to make a point, and it's a good one. (laughs) So anyway, we're sitting there, and your mom had heard of Pink Floyd, but she had never listened to much of their music. And so I was playing one of their albums called The Final Cut and had a little radio and we were sitting there kind of listening to it, had it on cassette tape. Oh, yes. I don't know if people... <laughs> they know what cassettes know what, are. I don't know if Alyssa knows what a cassette tape she is. She knows. Trust me. Are we sure about this? Positive. 
And one of the lyrics from one of the songs on that album that we were listening to, it just kind of kicked the door open for a great conversation that she and I had. And the lyric was, if I show you my dark side, will you still hold me tonight? And if I open my heart to you, show you my weak side, what would you do? And as he finished singing that one lyric, your mom looked at me and says, Oh, so the doors were kicked wide open at that point. Can I explain why? Sure. Because mom and I are big readers. We read a lot of the same things. Okay. That sounds like every single romantic vampire novel that there has ever been written ever in the world. That sounds like every dark villain, every monster boyfriend, everything. I have to tell you a secret. I am a snake boy. A snake boy is not a vampire. No, but I said monster boyfriend. And you totally just deflated my emotional moment there. <laughs> well, I apologize. Let's rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so that lyric started a conversation with your mother and I where we opened up and started sharing things about our pasts where we had been hurt in different emotional ways and how we were trying to move forward. And I think that, believe it or not, that moment, I won't say that lyric of that song, but that moment where we first really opened up to each other mm -hmm. and started having deeper conversations has led us to where we are today. Married. For many, many years. Two children. Two wonderful children. Haven't murdered each other yet. A grandbaby on the way. <laughs> You're just going to skip over that last part. Because I'm trying to be deep and and emotional here, and you're wanting to play little games. <laughs> I just don't want us to get too deep to where we're both crying. Listen, I am hormonal. You're being defensive is what it is. I, I, I'm being defensive so that I don't cry. Yes. that's Well, that would have been good to know before we started this episode. No, it's you should. I'm trying to go know. deep here and, and speak emotionally. And you're wanting to divert from that path. In, in my defense. You don't need to defend. No, listen, you, listen. In my defense, we had a deep conversation last week. Did we not? Off air. Just the two of off us. Off air, we did, yes. What did I tell you? Multiple times. I can't look at you or I'm going to cry. So I'm not ignoring you, but I'm going to stare at the spot on the wall or I'm going to cry. So, and people will ask me, you know, my husband and I were coming up on our third wedding anniversary. People will ask me, oh, how's married life going? How's it going? And the first thing out of my mouth is, well, we haven't killed each other yet, so I'm assuming great. Mm. Uh, like, what do you, I don't know how to answer that. Like, it's the same thing. We just have the government paper that says, hey, you can pay your taxes together. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the only difference in our relationship between pre-marriage and post-marriage. Mm. That's all. That's my defense. Can't you see? Can't you see what this woman is doing to me? And I go, aha, and aha, <laughs> and aha, and then I kick her, sir. I'm guessing that's another movie quote. That is Anastasia, the little bat. Oh he gosh. comes out of the ground and he goes, and aha, and aha, and aha, and then I kick her, sir. It is amazing me how much you and I are alike. And yet, how much we are so different. <laughs> I can remember things that are totally weird, odd, abstract, mean nothing to no one else, but I just can't purge it from my mind. Mm -hmm. And 
you can do the same thing, but about totally different things. Mm -hmm. All of these Disney movies, animated movies that you can quote verbatim. And I do good just to remember half of the characters in them. In my defense, I saw a TikTok today and there was a girl that had dressed up like the bat from Anastasia for Halloween. And she was reenacting that scene. Why are you feeling so defensive? <laughs> I don't know. That's your reoccurring statement. In my defense. Listen, I don't come out of the red corner. I only come out of the blue corner. Is it because I brought up Judge Judy? Do you feel that you're a defendant? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I don't fight out of the red corner. I only fight out of the blue corner. So one last comment that I have regarding song lyrics. Song lyrics. After that conversation your mom and I had, mm -hmm. I went Rico Suave on her. Do you remember who he was? Rico. Enrique Suave. Iglesias? Mm, no, it was much prior. There was a song called Rico Suave where Geraldo, I think, was the artist's name. I'll play it for you when we get off. Is that the long-haired guy that's on all the romance novels that you buy at, like, Eckerd's? <laughs> Eckerd's? Where is there an Eckerd's? Is, is Eckerd's not a thing anymore? <laughs> I've not seen an Eckerd's in years. Fabio is who you're Fabio. thinking of. No. I wrote your mom. A love letter. I think it was two pages using nothing but song lyrics. Three pages? Three, I've You've seen, seen it? I've seen the letter. I've read the letter. It's here somewhere. I have to find it. But I sat down and I just tried to think of every single song title that I could think of. I'm lost without your love. For those of you that don't know and don't use paper anymore, this was college rule paper. Front and back. With a number two pencil. No indentations. <laughs> no indentations. This was from the heart. Yes. And I started trying to think of every song title and song lyric that she would possibly remotely even remember and found some way to fit them all together like puzzle pieces into this love letter. Oh, I was just that bad. That one time. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> That's my one claim to fame. <laughs> it's your one hit wonder. But she has held on to that love letter mm -hmm. for 30. Let's see, well, that was before we were married. So 34, 35 years now. And so song lyrics are important to some and to others. They're eh, trivial. Sometimes it's movie quotes. Agreed. Sometimes you got to quote a TV show. Bring out your dad. <laughs> Please don't bring out the dead. Bring out your we dead. We just got past Halloween. Please don't bring out the dead. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this the five minute argument or the full half hour? I don't have money to pay for the full half hour. I'm broke. <laughs> that was not a part of the sketch. I know. I couldn't remember the next line. So I can see how movie quotes can possibly be a little more because you've got a visual to go with the audio in a movie. I can see where you would have a little more draw to something like that. And maybe it's a generational thing as well, because I can remember being younger and just sitting in my room for hours listening to my dad's old albums and cassettes and stuff like that. And it was just, you know, listening to music and you didn't really have the visual to go with it other than the album cover. I have a song lyric to send us out on. What would that be? Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. And now it's time to go. What is that from? I am crushed. 
I'm sorry. Bear in the big blue house. <laughs> so very sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Good friends. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us for another dinner table discussion. As random and darting as the conversation was. I thought it was quite thrilling, actually. Mm, different perspectives. Maybe you have a movie quote that means something significant to you that you could share with us. Or a song lyric. Or a song lyric as well. Feel free to contact us. You're going to hear all about how to do that here in just a moment. But again, thank you so much for joining us for another dinner table discussion. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Thanks for joining us for another dinner table discussion. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your family and friends, post about it on social media, and think about leaving us a five-star rating or a review. We'd love to get your feedback on today's episode and maybe some suggestions on future topics. Feel free to email us at dtdpodcasts at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Both are at Dinner Table Discussions Podcast. We'll see you next week with a cold glass of iced tea for another dinner table discussion.